and so I think that I may be the voice of my generation. He's the titular world! In the sense that, you know what I mean? Or at least a voice of a generation. Hello, welcome to Gatekeeping, where we take a deep dive into a pop culture phenomenon and decide if we let it into our gate. Hello, Sam. Hello, James. How are you? I'm well, thank you. Happy Saturday. Oh my God. How many, doing t- this. how many times do I have to tell you? Don't tell everyone when we record. It bursts the bubble. It bursts oh, the bubble. Christ. Anyway, we've got a very special guest here today. Very exciting. Our first guest. To, made the track to Gatekeeping HQ. Yeah. Um, we let them in the gate. Yes, we record actually at the top of Eureka Sky Tower. Okay. Um, <laughs> In a huge room, uh, soundproof room, because it's very windy up there. Um, so <laughs> we have um, an incredible um, photographer. Uh, he is um, done some amazing um, fashion pictures that I've seen. <laughs> some fashion pictures <laughs> worked extensively. Uh, um, they didn't give week. me a bio, so I'm just kind of making making it up as we go. Um, yes, they've um, done some amazing pictures. <laughs> they've done amazing pictures. Um, they are sort of a. Um, a pop culture um, Maven, sister, perhaps? I would say. Well, yeah. yes, well, well, but uh, isn't everyone these days? But yeah. I think um, in the way that, like, they get it. Yeah. Like, he gets it. Um, so please welcome Carl Archinai. Hello. Thank you so much for having me. <laughs> Thank you for being here. Oh my God, it's a privilege, truly. Like, <laughs> how are you? I'm good, thank you. How are you both? Good. We're here, we're here. It's been, a, it's been a week, but we're here. James is a little raw. <laughs> um, James was late today. Um, I've been fighting battles this week, let me tell you. Open the door for James and they're like... <laughs> as soon as I open the door, I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> let me close that real quick. Yeah. Uh, what have you been up to, Carl? Um, listening to Lana's new album. <laughs> <laughs> too early, too <laughs> early. Um, I saw Scream 6 okay. the other day. Beautiful. And I thought it was fan... I want to say fantabulous. I don't want to say that. <laughs> fabulous. It was fabulous, truly. Yes, we really enjoyed it here. Yeah. Um, what were your thoughts overall? I just think they're in such a slave position to sort of... <laughs> <laughs> they have so much, like... Um, meta to mm. their universe now that they can just really pick and like make such a good I thought it was so much I didn't really like Scream 5 last year neither did I because yeah. I went into it and I'm like three seconds in I was like okay I know the killer already like mm. really you figured yeah, it out I, I was just like I feel like it's gonna be the weirdo girl like <laughs> like I felt it was so five? it was Anna Freeman the long hair like oh, I know. <laughs> it was kind of all of them right yeah and Sorry, it was Jack Quaid as well spoiler yeah, alert it was, oh yeah spoiler um <laughs> It but was those sh- two, right? Yeah, Jack Wade and... Is it girl just those two? I thought there was like three of them. Oh, no. was there? No, that's... In the old one. In, in the, the one from last year. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, it was just, it's two, just two Oh, okay. Stupid. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I didn't really love that movie either. Like, no, yeah. no, no. I thought no, it was no. um just a bit too, like, trying too hard, maybe. Yeah. Well, it was a requel, right? Yeah, I don't yes. really know what that is. Is Rolling that a reboot? Out. What is that? It's like reboot sequel. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah. It still has like the legacy yes, elements, yeah, yeah. but it's like new cast. Yeah. Okay. I mean, Mason Gooding is like hot, uh, but he's also hotter in the new one. So. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. And he. I was about to spoil something. Spoil. From the new one. <laughs> yes. <laughs> 
I'm Wait, right. should we? I feel like if the fans have seen it, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay, like spoiler little... alert for Scream 6. Scream IV. What's it called? Yeah. Yeah. It's the Roman numerals. Yes. Yeah. IV. <laughs> spoiler um, alert. Spoiler alert. Because five. VI. VI. Yeah. Oh, but I said IV. Yeah, IV is four. Oh. Why is that four? Well, because the three I's is three, and then IV, V is five, one before. The one v before is five. five. Is that what that means? Yeah, and then the, the VI, uh, the I after V is one after V, so uh, one after five, so This is going to be the, one of the worst systems of numbers <laughs> I've ever heard of. The Romans, they didn't, they didn't always get it right. It's know? very first draft. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't always get it right. Sorry, what were we saying? Spoiler alert for Screams, um, VI, whatever the fuck. Yeah, whatever it is. I feel like he just gets stabbed so many times. That was so many near and fatal stabbing. Ridiculous. And survived. That was, honestly, he was getting like pinatas. Someone posted a video on, I think it was on the Instagram story, and it was like the video of in the first movie when Rose McGowan dies, and oh, she gets oh like sucked God, up into the into the um, the garage door. <laughs> and they, they put like a caption that was like, in the new screen, they, she would be like, okay, in a hospital. She would, she would have been, she would have walked that off. Yeah, yeah. literally. Like, she's like, yeah, <laughs> I I have heard rumors of them bringing back um, Parker Posey. Yes, yes. But I don't know. I don't know if I buy it. Sort of what they were. I don't know who that is. Oh, oh she was in the third one. Have you seen she, Scream Three? She played yes. the um the Gail Weathers like in the movie. Oh yeah, yes, yeah, yes, yes, yeah. yes. Actually, yeah. yes, yeah. yeah, yeah. There's rumors that she's alive, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, there's rumors. Yeah, rumors. <laughs> um, that would be amazing. Playboy, like one of my favorite characters yeah. from the Screamerverse. One of my favorite characters, yeah. just those. And you know, we all know I have many. What else is she in? Uh, Wedding for Goffman. She's like in all the Christopher Guest stuff. She's in uh, Josie and the Pussycat. <laughs> I've heard of that. Yeah. She's an I know Alan Cumming is in that. Yeah. Who stole my keys once. As we all know. <laughs> um, oh, God. Right, okay. Um, I saw a fabulous movie, actually. I saw um, John Wick, chapter four, <laughs> the other day. Um, VI. <laughs> Ivy. Is that Ivy. 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 Yeah. I'm still not really uh, across all that. Um, <laughs> but no, fucking... Loved it. Okay. It's really good, really? actually. Yeah, um, Rina Sawayama is in it. Um, maybe her film debut, I'm, I sort of assumed. Um, and she's really good. She actually fucking acts her ass off in it. Is she um, like a main character? Um, she's sort of just in the first act, but she's okay. a main character in the first act. Oh, um, okay. And yeah, she she has some good. Like I thought it would just kind of be like a, oh, Rena's in it. Like she'll just kind of pop in and like no. Taylor Swift. Yeah, <laughs> <Skeletal> <laughs> Amsterdam. But no, she was acting her ass off. She's amazing. Uh, I she'll be nominated next year. I'm sure. <laughs> the Sam McGowan Awards. For, I'm sure. At the Sam yeah. McGowan Oscars. Um, no, it was really good action. Um, it's a bit funny. It's actually shot really well. Mm. Um, I would highly recommend John Wick oh Chapter Four. Okay. Can someone who hasn't seen any of them just waltz in and see four and know what's happening? You here? honestly can because there's not much plot okay <laughs> there's not much plot it's just kind of him um you know fighting guys yeah um, right. okay. and you know it's great stunt work it's um there's one scene with some stairs that's truly excellent in the new okay. traffic okay. if you know you know the fans who've seen it all the wickedators um after oh no i can't i can't say this because it's a spoiler but um but but there's big things for Rena coming. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Exciting. Exciting. <laughs> actually, actually, I'm gonna say it. Spoiler alert for John Wick Chapter Four. Wait, are you two gonna see it? I I don't I already think know. So. You already told me. I saw <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> this conversation. I don't think I will. 
Okay, not even after my recommendation. I mean, maybe, maybe, maybe. But, like, I don't have any connection to it. So, like, if <laughs> it's spoiled and I go in, it doesn't. Okay, spoiler alert. Um, so, he dies at the end. <gasps> Can you believe it? Um, and so, in the cinema, it was just uh, me, and, me and my friend Cerulean and this other, like, old guy sitting two rows forward yeah. up on his own. Because, we, you know, we went, like in the middle of the day mm. on a weekday get a damn job <laughs> <laughs> go to a 1pm session of John Wick on a Wednesday it actually was 1pm you on go Friday. get a damn job <laughs> anyway um, and so the movie finished and <coughs> oh my god sorry um, and we we were sticking around because there was an after credit scene and he got up and he turned to us and he said no John Wick 5 Oh. And and me, me and Zerul just kind of were like, haha, yeah. And then he like got up, walked to the aisle. Like he looked at us again and he said, no John Wick 5. <laughs> He's not coming back. We said, yes, unfortunately. But um, the after credit scene, um, so maybe Rena's going to be the new John Wick. Oh, that would be so... Can you believe that? That would be slow. Because, yeah, there's, I would a, be there's a scene at the end where it's kind of like, maybe she's going to kind of take the mantle. Oh, oh my God. God. Yeah. So, th- I don't know. John Wickiana. <laughs> Jeanette Wick. Jeanette Wick. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, yeah, I don't know. It's like, does she have time, like, between pop star duties and, um, like, to, to lead a franchise? Like, Who knows? God, God. I mean, she can do franchises. So. Yeah. Well, yeah, she's doing movies on the side, though, I yeah, guess. Yeah. And that's very consuming for her. Oh, well, for her, yes. <laughs> we know. So maybe, maybe she can. Mm. I don't know. She, she did some great, um, you know, like, stunt work and everything. So I think she's got the chops to oh, sort okay. of carry the franchise. I do want to see it. Yeah. Yeah. I do now. Sorry for spoiling. No, that's okay. <laughs> I feel like I would cry at seeing Keanu Reeves die. Like, I'm just so attached it's, to him. It's a bit anticlimactic. Oh, okay. Yeah, it oh, just no. kind of came out of nowhere. But, um, but it, you know. Um, yeah. But as I said, it's not really about the plot. Like, yes, it's, just it's kind of, plotless. Yeah. yeah, it's plotless. Yeah. But also not. Yeah. <laughs> it's got lore. It's got lore. Okay. Yeah. Well, I saw a very plot-heavy film this week. Um, I just want to quickly mention. Um, okay. It's called... Fuck. <laughs> it's called Saint-Omer. It's a French film. Mm-hmm. Um, it was fucking incredible. Like genuinely maybe two of the like best film performances I've seen in a while wow um it's about this because you haven't seen John Wick yeah yes they'll be bumped down um (laughs) when I see John Wick um no it's about these two French women um so one goes to the town of Saint-Omer to watch this trial of a woman who has like killed her two-year-old daughter Oh my god. It's yeah, really light, really easy. <laughs> it's digestible. Yeah. <laughs> it's like And it's like about like, you know, the relationship mothers have with their daughters and you okay. know, like it's kind of witchy and weird, Ooh, but like it's witchy. a courtroom drama oh, that's my like god. really really well done. It's um the uh, narrative debut by this documentary filmmaker Alistair. And yeah, I would absolutely recommend it's playing at the French Film Festival for like a few more days. Sorry, how is it witchy? Yeah. It's kinda of hard to explain because <clears throat> it's like the the woman who is who is on trial for murdering her daughter, she claims that like there was sorcery involved, kind of. Oh, and it's okay. very like yeah. Like- yeah, and because it's um yeah, she's a woman of colour and it's like against basically this all white um, jury and you know oh, the judges it's very like racial politics stuff as well but it's really fucking incredible I would okay. absolutely recommend oh, it's quite heavy yeah it's like it's also a movie that is a play so oh. 
you know, very talky, <laughs> very French. Interest last. Yeah. <laughs> James's favourite thing. Yeah. Wait, so what did you rate it? I think I gave it four and a half. Okay. Yeah, okay. I, I see that. really quite liked it. Not five? Mm, sorry. <coughs> oh my god. Sorry. What's wrong with you? Um, I've, I've been through the wars this week, let me tell you. <laughs> I have been fighting battle after battle. But no, um, yeah, Santo Mayor would absolutely recommend okay. for any anyone. Speaking of mothers and daughters. Mothers and daughters. <laughs> uh, well, we're here to talk about a woman who has a very complicated relationship with her mother. Oh, uh, and but she's also mother to many. Exactly. Many of <laughs> many. Um, so we're talking about this La- week. Oh, Lenny Tom. Elizabeth Grant. Okay, uh, Lizzie Grant. Okay, Lana Um Does everyone remember when Lana first came into their lives? Yes. I have a very visceral memory. Go around the circle. Okay, so I remember my friend Tiana had told me to listen to her. Okay, Tiana. Um, <laughs> it would have been, I think it was maybe year seven. And um, this girl, Emily, posted on Tiana's Facebook wall. It was like, I listened, okay, to that, I listened to that Lana Del Rey girl. I hated it. And I was like, I was like oh, I have to. I, I must. And I think, I'm pretty sure it was just video games at that point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah. And I listened to video games and whew, it changed, changed everything. Did it really? Something Did in it, my mind yeah. went, oh, this is going to be a big problem. It's going to be a big problem for me. And you've been a problem ever since. Yeah. Exactly. So uh, it just clicked immediately for yeah, you. Yeah, literally. I loved it. What I, was it about it? I think, um, you know, it was like the start of like the Tumblr era. Mm-hmm. I was like starting to, you know, become annoying and esoteric. <laughs> and I was like, ooh. It's hard to think of you before you were annoying and esoteric. <laughs> It was annoying in very different ways. I can't picture it. <laughs> um, but yeah, no. And I think because I really, um, I, I, I was trying to like impress Tiana as well because I thought she was really cool. Right. And You're she had like good taste. And well, no. Um, oh. And Sorry. I, yeah. And I was like, oh no, this is really, really cool. And then I messaged yeah. her and I was like, oh my God, I saw Emily's post. And like, I listened. I loved it. You're like, Emily, what a bitch. Emily doesn't <laughs> She's get such it. an idiot. Emily doesn't get it. Oh God. How about, how about you, Kyle? How did Lana come into your life? Um, I feel like I would have just finished grade six and I was like on holidays and I was in my lounge room with nothing to do. I was just watching Channel V on the TV. <laughs> Stunning. And this song comes on by this woman I've never seen in my life or heard. This beautiful woman. This beautiful woman with this gorgeous song. And I was like, this, I have never seen anything like this before in my life. Like, I thought she was like from the 80s or something. Because like of the aesthetic, like not the 80s, but like not of our time, like not new. Yeah. I think, and so I listened to it and I was like, that's the best thing like I've ever heard. What song was it? It was video games. Oh, beautiful. But I got in, like Channel V played it and then I must have missed what it was called because I didn't really act on it. Oh no. Until a a little while later and then it was playing in the car once I think and I was like oh my god this is that song like I need to I need to find out what this is yeah and this is precious Sam. yeah yeah <laughs> like we were on like a road trip my dad was going on about how much like he hated that song like it was depressing and like he's like Shh, her voice like I don't know and I was like okay hater um, <laughs> I said I must listen literally and then I just like went I was just 
I didn't buy albums. I just like got my dad to like find them. If you know what I mean. <laughs> find them. And so like we got home from the holiday and I was like, I need Lana Del Rey's album. Can you please find it for me? And so I got, I actually missed the boat to Born to Die. The one he got for me was um, Born to Die, the Paradise Edition. So, okay. So yep. yeah. And that just changed everything. And right out the gates in your set that I'm listening to Lana Del Rey. And oh, you came into the worst school, person you can imagine. <laughs> Literally. I had her as my lock screen, like that one with the rose with the oh, being like what is that like it's kind of scary and i was like no it's giving yeah it's, it's like you don't get it you don't you get, get it, it. So, I, was, I was probably the same time for me it was when i was like 14 and i can't remember how i kind of like found out who she was or anything but i remember buying born to start paradise edition on like itunes <gasps> oh my um, God. and that was that was the same thing like listening to the opening to of Born to Die, like yeah. the track, like you hear oh those violins, Just... and it's like, <laughs> yeah, and it was saying it's like, what is this? Literally, literally. it's like that Nicki Minaj video, like when you hear it first, you're not gonna get it. Like it's new, it's different. Like. <laughs> Literally, for me like I was never that into like just music like as a, as a concept really like until oh, you're one of those people okay well I listened to like I feel like I had this really big gap from like I listened to like ABBA and like mm. the Wiggles when I was young <laughs> it's like the big two yeah like I loved ABBA like I would watch Mural's Wedding like every weekend wow. <laughs> God. Um, and then I had this big gap until I was probably like 14 <laughs> and then I picked it up with Lana Del Rey and oh my Rina. god um, that was like my big two which I feel like truly truly like made me gay really uh, yeah uh, specifically what did with- you say Lana and Rena? sorry and Marina Marina sorry oh, yeah, I yeah, just yeah, kind of yeah. so yeah. I just Rina. blanked out and then I was like Rena. the like- first album I ever listened to was Rena's album yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no I, I feel like I was trying to think sort of like... You've turned out well for somebody whose first two albums were Lana Del Rey and Lana. I know. A very well-adjusted so person, I think. Yeah. That's so nice for you to say. <laughs> Thank you, You're very... Oh, my God. I don't okay. think many people would call me normal, but I'm a weirdo. Did <laughs> <laughs> you have a Tumblr? Huh? Did you, like, have a Tumblr? Yeah, of course. Yeah. Okay. This is so interesting. Okay, yeah. Continue. Sorry. You're, so, you're just... Just so normal. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> um, no, I um, I guess I was trying to think of like what as Lana, because I feel like for all of like the queers, like they've had the same <laughs> thing with. <laughs> Sorry, Charlie's excited. Um, and I'm like, what is it about that album, or or like it, discovering her at that time? Like, why why did that click so hard? I know. Like, I, I think I don't know if it's like this might just be a personal thing and I feel like you're gonna laugh at me for saying it but I think it's like that kind of um relating to like the alternative the like being like this is not counterculture per se but like it's like an interesting something different that not Mm -hmm. everyone's gonna get yeah and you really kind of relate to that yeah as a a queer person (laughs) it's very like you hear this different thing that not everyone's here for and you're like oh I get this and it's mm. kind of like it becomes uh, you kind it's, of gatekeeper person. yeah it's no, like it's this, really, is, this is it's for, me. for me yeah exactly <laughs> it's for me yeah. and if you get it you get it exactly and, and then you, you, you come um, come across like-minded people who do get it exactly. and that's where you yeah. find your community I mean yeah, <laughs> no, that's such a good like, that's I'm like a wanker but it's true it's true I remember like at the time all my friends at school would listen to like Arctic Monkeys yes and, yeah. and like if I don't you know, were hanging out with the Tumblr girlies definitely oh that's yeah but for me that was that seemed like very straight 
music. Well, I guess because they're all okay. straight. And yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. and um, like Tyler the Creator, which which I guess now he's more of like a for queers. Yeah. Um, but but back then it was all yeah, very like, like, and and discovering Lana, it was it was very that. I was like, oh, like she's singing like for me. No, literally. <laughs> because I I think like to see someone sing so plainly about like their misery <laughs> and you know a beautiful woman. <laughs> like I'm being real. I'm being literally. real because like she's literally saying on that album like I wish I, I, I was, was dead. dead. Yes. <laughs> like something about that and you know it's a it's a very like dramatic cinematic it's cinematic um, absolutely yeah it's it's really over the top and i think she kind of broke through because she was being so over the top but taking yeah. it so seriously yeah and it's like that thing of when she's saying like i wish i was dead yeah like it's a ridiculous thing to say like on an over a man as well yeah <laughs> but the it's, way it's real and you feel that especially <laughs> and especially at the age when lana del rey first came to us which would have been like 13, 14. Yeah. Yeah. When everything is so heightened, you're going through these like yeah. turbulent yeah. emotions <laughs> and like coming to terms with yourself. It's well, like, yeah. I'm yeah. gonna not kill myself, but yeah. like, I wish well, I, I was dead. Now, so. Yeah, literally. And she also was such a interesting, I think, pop culture figure because there was all this discourse when, like, she got, like, video games was, I mean, it's one of her best songs. Yes. But. She got like a lot of shit for the video because she kind of made it herself. Yeah, and everyone was the they like had this. There was this discourse <clears throat> about like whether she was like genuine, yeah. if she was like a fraud, because and... of her family privilege yeah. and stuff. Yeah, but but it's a it was a very weird. I mean, we don't really get that discourse anymore because. I think we we know it doesn't really matter. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but she was really crucified, and then you know she went on SNL, <laughs> um, which I think was the general public's first like, debut to her. Yeah, because yeah, that yeah. was huge. Like yeah. her insane performance. Yeah, of- especially like like early tens SNL was like when indie like indie musician would like launch into the public, yeah. and like that yeah. was. You know, an iconic it's, moment it's for still, so many reasons. It's still funny. Like, it's watch. still funny. Oh my god, that spin, that, that spin, the spin, the spin is everything spin. to me. I guess she was just nervous, right? Well, she, what, well, she used to perform yeah. like that. Like all those, like oh, so no, many videos yeah, of her. Like that's yeah. like. But then I think something clicked when she did it on TV and got like hated for it. She like changed her performance style because she was very like. And emotive, and like she would like. But the way she's singing, like it's downright bad. Like that's how she would perform, Sam. Are you serious? Yeah. No. Yeah, there's plenty of videos. What? From like prior to that, yeah, she was. What was she thinking? Oh my god! But I mean, this was so big. Like SNL had to do like a follow up thing of like Kristen Wiig the next week. Oh, like yeah, yeah. I saw that the other day. Yeah, on Wake Up Day. Yeah. Oh my god! People accuse me of being stiff, distant, and weird. Because I am stiff, distant, and weird. But it's true. Like, that That was, I think, like, people didn't know how to interpret her, I yeah. think. And, yeah. And seeing her, like, just come immediately to, like, the biggest thing in pop culture. And yeah. she's just singing. And especially that era. That's in this bizarre mm. way, singing, like, Love You More Than Those Bitches Before. Yeah. <laughs> like, it is confusing, I guess. Yeah. Um, but no. We need her to come, because she hasn't been on SNL since. I would <laughs> love her to do, like, a comeback. A&W on SNL. Oh, my God. Could you imagine? That would be quite but, the moment. I mean, she's strayed further and further from that um, mainstream, I think, I would say. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. I think Born to Die is her most 
poppy, um, yes, yeah, accessible album. Yeah. Um, but you know, you listen to something like Off to the Races, and like there, there's a lot of entry points, I think, yeah, 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 yeah. to and, her, yeah, and even like the, the Paradise Edition, like Ride is just like, oh my god, don't that. listening to that on the school just bus ride. right to like high school, being like, this is literally me, like, I'm a comedian, so I have a moral compass pointing due north, like, she just, I just got ride. it. I just, I just tried. tried. She just I got really it. I just remember tried. fighting with, like, arguing because I was in an all boys class in year seven. Oh no, <laughs> oh, that's dark. And summertime sadness. The remix was on the radio Ooh, at the time, of course. and that like changed everything again. And I was <laughs> arguing with another person in the class called Kyle, and he was saying that. That's like the original version of the song. And I was like, Evil you are not going to sit here. And lie. I will not take this slide my face. This is what it sounds like. Like, and I just remember being so like heated about it. Being like, you just don't even know. You don't even know. Like, the Sometimes I just remix definitely, I think, terrorized like oh, Lana. And it fans. still does. Cause, cause it like, still does. They no, play it. I think it's club. come back around to being like good again. I can appreciate it. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> we love it again. We love it again. You love it again. And the music videos gorgeous oh. she just she had everyone a chokehold because no one was doing those aesthetics exactly. like she no one was is looking literally mother to all those yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know she is literally mother like yeah i think i have such like a claim to her because like no one i didn't have anyone tell me about her like i just yes. discovered her so oh, it's just like this is my mother like yeah this is my mother. Um, yeah it's it's really funny to think that she like born to die was not a very well reviewed album that's i forgot literally. i was reading the pitchfork review for ocean boulevard last night and they yeah. were blabbing on about the start about how she got shitted on for her debut and I was yeah. like, didn't we all like it? Like, I just <laughs> I forgot. Like, I was like, I used to listen to, when I got the record of it, I used to, my old turntable used to just like auto stop. So like, I would just put one side on, like turn the lights off, go to bed and like fall asleep <laughs> to a playing and then it would just stop playing. That's like, beautiful. Yeah. Um, actually, yeah, video games was my sleep song too. No, like, literally. That would just put me out. I think um, ballet is like my, like I would just like have that. I'd be like, oh, girl, standing, like I'm going to go to sleep. Like That's beautiful. Um, So born to I happened I remember pre-ordering Ultraviolence on iTunes oh my god and sitting sitting in English class and um it it dropped like that day um and I I did my first listen like in um in class class. okay good and I remember getting to um oh what's the song where she's like I'm a dragon you're a whore um is it psycho no no um, oh fuck my way up to the top yeah. Yeah. of course um, I remember listening to that though and just being like changed lives gag like I yeah I remember it was um came out we I was in rehearsals for a, like the school musical and it came out <laughs> Um, that day, and we were we were performing at Plenty Valley, Plenty Ranges, and oh across God, the yeah. road, I like <laughs> went to, went to JB Hi-Fi oh at 9am, and I bought my portable CD player that I had had since I was like maybe five years old. <laughs> oh my God, this it. is everything. And I went in, and I just picked up the Ultraviolence Deluxe Edition, I still have it at home, and I put that CD in, and bought that. Is lives gorgeous. were changed. Oh my god, that is actually beautiful. The way, and I think to this day, Ultraviolence is still probably my favorite Lana Del Rey really? album. Really? Right. Yeah. Everyone says that, but like, I think that's my least listened to. Not to be problematic. <sighs> that's I know that's gag. very controversial. That's a gag. It's very, it's very depressing. Very, it's very. I think depressing. it's the most depressing album. I, 
I remember when it came out, I think, again, I was just like, this Lana album's going to come out. Dad, can you please <laughs> find, find it for me? <laughs> um, and I was probably, like, staying up, like, listening to it, just being like, yep, like, she's done it again. Like, I remember really loving the album cover as well. Like, I that thought it was very simple. That yeah, carrying over there, the font, mm. like... Uh, it was yeah. everything. Yeah. Um, and it's, then, yeah. It's quite a, a change of direction, I it think. Because, yes. you know, Born Today is like, it, it feels very polished. And, yeah. Um, oh, it's like straw, this, it's strong. Yeah. And, and it's this very glamorous aesthetic. Not that she dropped that, but then Ultraviolence is like, I remember reading at the time where she said, like, she kind of made an album and then ended up just kind of throwing it out and being like, we have to go back. (laughs) Yeah, we have to go to this, like, lo-fi kind of aesthetic and record on cheap microphones and just kind of, like, be loose. Okay. Which I feel, you know, opening with Cruel World, which is this really (gasps) long... (laughs) It, you know, it's this very long. Um, mm. She's kind of wailing and. Oh my god! And it's, it's so good. It's so I, good. Yeah, I like will never. The day that that came out, I just put that on. I was something shifted <laughs> again. That opening, like yeah. And um, I, I you know some of her best is on here, like Brooklyn Baby. And, um, my oh favorite Lana Del Rey song of all time is on. This album, which I'm going to tell it because I feel like we'll discuss favorites later. Okay, okay. say okay. now, bitch. Well, my favorite Lana Del Rey song is um, "Old Money." <gasps> I love "Old Money." Oh my god, stop! It, that one breaks my heart. Yeah, it's very simple and my beautiful. My mother's and glamour, and like yeah. on and on, like oh, just that opening. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I got through hydrangeas because of that song. Uh, I was like, I want some. Yeah. My mum and I used to listen to Ultraviolence in the car, like, oh. and we used to always skip over the other woman because we just didn't really like the start and like the. <laughs> like, but then one night we were just like driving in the dark on like the freeway. And we're like, no, let's give it a shot. And then that's we click the repeat button, and that's all we listened to for the way home because we were like, this is amazing. Like, the other woman will never have his love to keep. And it was kind of underrated, I guess, for you because it was like a new song. You know, <laughs> basically, yeah, that. exactly. And then one time from school, my dad just like, I think I was waiting. My mum had got me Fleetwood Mac's Tango in the Night on vinyl because like, okay. this is American Horror Story Coven era. Oh, so like, yeah. everyone's being witchy. Yes. And so Fleetwood Mac, and I was like, I need this album. I need to listen to Seven Wonders on vinyl, blah, blah, blah. So like, that came that day. And then my dad randomly came home as well and was just like, yeah, and like, gave me, he like, had bought Ultraviolence on vinyl for me and like, oh given it to God. me. So That's it was gorgeous. an amazing day, That's truly. Unfortunately, I don't. I only have um, Norman fucking Rockwell on vinyl, I think. Are you? Are you kidding me? I have every Lana Del Rey except for Blue Bannister. Same. And um, did you know? Did you know? Because oh, you've I, shown okay, that yeah, already. No, I'm just Blue Bannister. I just haven't yet because. <laughs> I, well, I pre-ordered the one from Amazon yeah. and they sent me an email today, well, yesterday, and they were like, oh, we're out of stock at the moment. I was like, I pre-ordered it, time. Pre-ordered it. Literally. Jeff Bezos, Jeff Bezos who will be dealt with. Yeah. Oh, oh now, because he cancelled your vinyl. Yes. Or because he exploits millions of workers worldwide. I am exploited daily. And <laughs> okay. you don't hear me complaining. <laughs> Do you have to piss in a bottle, James? Huh? I didn't mean that. <laughs> that <laughs> right, she said, my she said in the statement. No, come on. <laughs> <laughs> so she did Ultraviolence and then the honeymoon next, right? Oh my god. Yeah, Which was that. one year after Ultraviolence. Yeah, I think so, yeah. yeah, yeah 2015. I remember because I did. Um, I was when I got ultraviolence. It was my last year at the school, and then I moved to a different school. Wait, did you? And I did the same thing. Wait, I don't want to. Name drop. Did you go to the lakes? 
No. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. Take me to the legs while the poet's going to die. Oh, wow. Taylor's um, legs. <laughs> no. Um, and I did the same thing with ultraviolet uh, with um honeymoon. Me and my friend Sean, we skipped first period. <laughs> oh I, my God. I went to high school next to Northland, so we skipped first period. Lined up <laughs> at JBA High Fly Northland at like eight thirty. Oh my God! You were so mother for that. Just to like, we we're like, we have to get that album, and then we got my um my CD player, and I had a headphone splitter. Oh, oh my god, we were like, <laughs> you were living my fucking dream. Sat in like the back oval of, of the, our school and oh just listened god. to a lot of Dark Rays Honeymoon. I hate Northland. It's, I a hate foul, it it's a foul establishment. I hate Northland. Whenever I have to go there, it's like it's a headache. Combat, I'm ready for combat. Oh, literally. <laughs> literally. It's a headache. Oh my god. I um I really liked Honeymoon. Um I don't have a like I don't remember where I was when I listened to it. So I think this is where Lana started to lose me. Like I hate <gasps> to say it. Like, I think it's one of her best, you I, fool. Are you I, kidding I, me? Listen, 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 listen. I really enjoyed the album. Um like I love High by the Beach. Um I'm just like, what else is from there? The like, singles, okay. B- which are what? Honeymoon. High by the Beach. Was that Honeymoon. the only single? No. Honeymoon um, was... High by the Beach. Um, Honeymoon had a music video, right? I couldn't even tell you. So. <laughs> I don't know. It's just, um, I feel like Honeymoon, like, it was... It wasn't different enough for me to okay. what came before. Like music this, to watch boys too. Oh, oh I like that one. song. Uh, again, for the queer, she was like, "Here, I have yes. this like yeah. baggy song that you can relate to." <laughs> um, I think it just yeah wasn't different enough from the past two albums. Nothing shifted you for you. Not really. Okay. I mean, I think it it just sounds a lot. It's like, very different. Yeah, Not it really. is. It, it is. <laughs> Thank Not you, really. Kyle. Like Thank a lot you. of it could have been from Born to Die. No. no. <laughs> Okay, we're just lying now. No, that's no. just it's not like, true. It's a softer, more like Nuanced. lyrical. So- okay. Like it's not. Born to Die was big, theatrical. Yeah, whereas this is like softer <laughs> strings, harps. Like, exactly. Just, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. more of a vibe. I it's just, a vibe. Yeah. I struggle with the sort of wispy Lana. That's. Like, the, the Lana I like is sort of the, like, she's got the song structure, um, which is, so Norma fucking Rockwell is my favorite Lana. Mm-hmm. And I, cause I feel like everything is like, like, cause I think there's two types of Lana. There's Lana where she's making like a traditional, uh, like pop structure song. Yeah. Um, and then there's Lana when she's kind of letting loose. Just in and, the studio, yeah. fucking it up. Like, yeah. yeah. And you know, Venice Bitch is a good kind of mix of the two where she, yeah. you know, the, the front is like that. And then the second half is like, she's just, just vibes. Just vibes. Whereas, so I think Honeymoon, it's a lot of just kind of like loose vibes. Okay. Um, and I think that's why I struggle with it. Okay. And you also, don't get it. you don't get you it. Don't get it. <laughs> Also, like, also, I think at the time I was just kind of like moving away from that type of music. Because you maybe. had a break from Lana Del Rey. Yes. And I think oh we God, need to did. address this on the podcast immediately. Well, I yeah. really shied away from the fact you should. that... Like, <laughs> yeah. You, 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 I remember well, so because you said when we met, you were like, I don't like Lana Del Rey. Yeah. Actually, I did. Yeah. yeah I, that was mentioned <laughs> in a previous episode. <laughs> Um, um, any opportunity to bring it up? Well, and yeah. I will. Uh, this, uh, no, you that's there. foul. It's, it's, <laughs> Thank it, you. It's because of the one-two punch of Honeymoon and then Lust for Life. And, and Lust you, for Life really, really lost me. I Really? When this, I think Love was the first single, right? It was yes. like called Love. And that was just kind of like, I was like, okay. I think Lust for Life has some of her best songs, has also some of her worst yes, songs. Yes, I would it say is so too. her worst album, in my opinion, I think. 
I don't think so. Do but I, then I couldn't tell you what to say about Honeymoon before we move on um, to our slide. No. Honeymoon, I think I just vibe so much with it because I love the photo shoot. I, like, it was very, like, me as a photographer <laughs> wanting to be a photographer. I was like, this is gorgeous. Yeah. what I would do. Yes. The flash, the light, the blue skies. I got the red vinyl, like, the really limited edition red vinyl. Oh, I think no. it was one with, like, the different cover. No, not the oh. different cover, just, like, it was the yeah. original pressing with the red vinyl. Oh, I just remember it being tricky to get. Yeah. And I sort of, like, barred with my mum being like, if we go to parent-teachers and, like, I get, like, really slay... <laughs> A response from the teachers can you like can we can you please get me honeymoon like I need it please yeah. please please it was either honeymoon or Badlands <gasps> I think oh. it was honeymoon I think it was honeymoon and then I just happened to be like Badlands about to be coming out and I don't have the vinyl like I don't know but honeymoon I just loved it and it reminds me it was like 2015 so much happened like yeah I think well, I remember I- being at like my auntie's house and like my pa was over and we were just like listening to it and I was like listen to this one and it was like swan song and like my pa was just like vibing to it and Aww. we just we really Your liked it great taste yeah I know. we really liked it so right it's special to me honeymoon I think but I don't listen to it that much although every time I had a nap I would wake up and just have dreaming away your life, like in my head from honeymoon. Cause I feel like beautiful. that's what I'm doing. And like one time <laughs> before a party, I was just like so tired. I was like, I need to go. Like I have to, like I want to, it's going to be so fun, but I was just so tired. So I just like sat in bed and listened to freak for like <laughs> an hour. Like, that's stunning. That's quite stunning. So yeah. since um, I've sort of gone back and, and listened to a bit of, Oh, not honeymoon. Sorry, lost for life. Yeah, and I will say I love thirteen beaches. <gasps> thirteen beaches, beaches. Is Wait, so I can't believe that lust for life. I didn't even. That listen doesn't to make the whole sense album. to me that honeymoon happened and then lust for life happened. Yeah, I mean it does because it was twenty seventeen. <laughs> yeah, because it was the big um, the break in between. I think. Yeah, it had been I really liked it, and I have the. Oh my god, just me! I have all the vinyls. I have. I have the, <laughs> the Coca Cola one, like the clear. It looks like a Ooh, Coke yeah, bottle. Yeah. I have well, to really. I think that was like an Australian limited. Like I had to finesse that one as well. Yeah. Um, I love lust for life. Sorry, I I get it. So I don't really okay. like. I, I think that first, like, run up to probably... Wait, let me look at the Up to Coachella. List. So, like, that, those first eight songs, Love, Lost Life, 13 Beaches, Cherry, White Mustang, oh Summer Bummer. Oh, my God. I love In My Feelings. And then I think that dip of, like, Coachella, God Bless America... When the no, mo- I feel like <laughs> I so got the second half because it's just, like, it's definitely a product of its time. Like, yeah. we were dealing with Trump being a complete... As Lana says, megalomaniac. Um, <laughs> and so, and just so many things socially, politically were happening where I was just like, this album really, it's like, it's of the time. Of the time. It's, right. It's not deep at all. Like it's definitely surface level, but yeah. like, yeah. I would listen to it being like, yeah, like, and she'd be like, is it the end of America? I'd be like, well, I don't well, know. Is maybe, it? Is it? So is maybe. When, do you remember that? A video she posted where she's like in the woods and she's saying how she's like worried about North Korea and the SpaceX like I don't thing is happening that. in the sky. I haven't seen this video. No, Hello? I do remember the early when she was like, "I'm gonna put a spell on Trump." Everyone, yeah, like, she's like, "Yeah, she, I she do. Joined the I do shit." Yeah. Like it was such a funny the way she worded it. She's like, yeah. yeah, I do. And what? Like <laughs> yeah. she's like, look, I do a lot of shit. That's what she said. That's what made me laugh so much about that. Well no, there's some video where she's in the woods and she's saying how she's worried about like North Korea. Like I think I do besides. remember that now. Was she live in the uh, forest? Yeah. I'm okay. Sure, I think, yeah. yeah. Um, so I think this is when she, cause I think when Trump 
got elected. This is when a lot of artists who previously had not been like political became forced to kind of yeah. like yeah. take a like orient themselves in this. Well, because cancel culture was becoming a thing as well. I think. Yeah. So and you know she's been there since day one of like this. Um, yeah. Well, not not to say she's a victim of cancel culture, but like she's been like in through the, the trenches. trenches. No, yeah. literally, like, she's been through it all. Well, yeah. I mean, when ultra violence came out and glamorizing violence. Yeah, and, and people. And this what is she did, and what. The timing culture when um you know the popular question was just like, are you a feminist? Like that's yeah. what yeah. Everyone, on yeah. every red carpet they're like, are you a feminist? And she said at the time that she didn't find feminism like that interesting. Um <laughs> and you know what I really obviously I think we all get sort of what she was saying. <laughs> what she meant. In, yes, in yeah, that yeah. her in the sense of like I, I think the mainstream idea of feminism at the time was that like you had to be independent and like you had to be okay without men and yeah. like and and she didn't really fit into this no um, she spent three albums <laughs> pining about men, pining about yeah. men. which was- you know feminists them, themselves feminists themselves criticize her for because you know it was that thing of you know he hit me and it felt like a kiss like yeah. um, they're saying she's gone rising violence but but she was saying like that's just sort of like my relationships and like exactly i'm speaking from a lived experience i'm just talking about it i'm not advocating for it yeah she wasn't sitting here i mean as a teenager i was like yeah and what like (laughs) yeah like she's thinking about it okay like yeah it wasn't um, uh like getting into my psyche and like telling me i should like no 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 yes um but then so lost for life and then i feel like she had a bit of a like, because the next one was Norman fucking Rockwell. Yeah, like, so that was, I think, between Lost for Life and Norman fucking Rockwell, that was so that's a long, two years. Oh, only two oh, years? It feels like a long time longer. Well, because well, she did, like, Born to Die, Paradise, Ultraviolence, yeah. and then Honeymoon was immediately, like, the year after, and yeah. then she had that break. Yeah. And I want to mention, in between uh, Lost for Life and Norman fucking Rockwell, she came back to Australia for she the did. first time. Yep, she did. Oh, shit, my Oh, my God. That was such a stressful time for me. I didn't I, see her. Oh, okay. You were not because you know I was I was out of UN the was, Yeah. Well, just quickly about Lust for Life. It has Get Free on it, so that's why I can't. When he yeah. says like her work, I'm like, but that's one of her best songs. I haven't like, heard it. And heroin as well. <laughs> I heard the Get last free? track run is like a, a like life changing. Three. Yeah. Okay. Like Get Free. She like references Ride. Oh. Heroin change. Get Free. She's like, sometimes it feels like I've got a war in my mind. I want to get off, but I keep riding the ride. Like, (laughs) and she has Stevie Nicks on that album. Like, sorry. Like, yeah. I mean, when it came out, I was listening to it and I was like, my mum was doing nice good time. So I was just like in her room for some reason with my dogs and like listening to it and like crying me. Like, oh my God, a lot of Stevie Nicks. Like, yes. Um, Yeah. But that Lana Del Rey Australian tour. Oh my God. Yeah. Well, because she hadn't toured since 2011. Because my friend saw her. Yeah. I think it was at the Palace. Like that used what? to be in the, the city. Palace in no, 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 not the Palais, the Palace. She was it Palace Oh no, she was because I was actually just talking to someone at work last night who worked at one of the hotels when she stayed during yeah. that time. And my friend went. So my friend, one of my friends went because it was like eighteen plus and yeah. whatever. But then one of my other friends just like stayed out the front and listened because Powerful. he was like really ahead. I thought I, she was at the Music Bowl. No, no so this the, was the yeah. first time. So oh. she, this was when she toured in two thousand eleven, and then she didn't right. come back. Was it eighteen or nineteen? 2018. 2018. Yes. I was really gagged because I, for some reason, just never thought I was going to see her in concert. Literally. Like, right. she kind of had that vibe about her. Yeah. 
And I don't remember like the chaos of the I remember chaos. she like announced the tour and she was like, Yeah, tickets will be on sale tomorrow. And then like everyone was like, What the fuck? Yeah. Like, and she just like chucked it out. She's like, Yeah, I'm coming to Australia, tickets on sale soon. It's so and then her. it was like tomorrow Australian time, tomorrow America. Yeah. Like and then they like, actually yeah. We were like hunting frontier touring, trying no, to figure out what they were I doing because like, there was no rep- information. That from my brain because I don't remember getting like it was I, so traumatic. I actually, I but I feel like I had a few days notice because a few of my friends were like, look. They were going to come and they were like, we don't listen to her that much when I go into I was yeah. like, suit yourself. Like, I will be there. Like, I will be there. <laughs> and I remember I was trying to figure out where she was going to play. So I like, because like, it, there was no information. There was she nothing. She was like, literally. And I was like, all right, calculating like the venue capacity of all the different <laughs> Melbourne. I was like, all right, okay. she's not going to play a Broadway, but I think that's a bit too big. Way Maybe too she'll big. play like Margaret Court. And then I was like, oh, I kind of want her to play the Palais because it's seated. And like, I don't want to be in that line. I don't write mosh pit. It'll be disgusting. <laughs> but then I was like, oh, she's been doing, like, these outdoor, outdoor. tours, so maybe she'll do the music bowl, and that'll be awesome. And lo and behold, she did the music bowl. Okay. I, did you get seats, or were you on the I lawn? was barricade. Of course you were. I was barricade, <laughs> and to this day, I still kind of don't really know how I finessed that. I almost, the anxiety and stress that I had that day almost <laughs> takes over my memories of the concert. How long because, did you line up for? Well, I didn't line up that long, but that, and that wasn't even my drama. Oh. My friend Kiara and I were going together, and she came over. My mum went um, to my past house, like, away. So, like, my family were all, like, away. It was just me at my house. Kiara came over. We were getting ready. I did not have the ticket. Like, I lost the tickets. Oh, my God. It was the day of. I didn't have... Like, I didn't know where they were. I was like, I put them in this drawer. My room, by the time we rifled through it, like, it looked like a bomb had hit it. I couldn't find it for the life of me. My mum's not home, and she's, like, on the tickets. I had to, like, ring her and be like, oh, my God, can you please... Like, like I called Ticket Tech, and they're like, she's the one on the na- name, so she's going to have to, like, organise it. So, I'm like, I remember I'm, like, crying. And like, oh, like, the guy on the phone, and it's, like, really unlikely. Like, I just got, like, this lava doll ready. Like, and so, she rang up Ticket Tech, and then she somehow managed to be like, he's my son. Like, we have the same Surname, blah blah blah. If I just send an ID photo to him, can he show it at the thing and you reprint the tickets? And like somehow that like was legit enough. Wow. Oh my so God. then my dad like drove us in and dropped us off, and like we got there in the afternoon. I think yeah. my friend Kara just knew someone. So we were like right at the start. So we pulled a bit of a shifty <laughs> yeah. move like that. But I was still stressed because the ticket thing didn't open till five. So like I was in line. <laughs> and I'm like, Lana Lana the tickets are fine. But I was also still very hesitant because the guy on the phone kind of sounded like I had no luck with it. He's like, they're very strict and like they weren't. Like, yeah. And so like five o'clock opens, I run to the box <laughs> office. I'm like, my mum, like, my ticket's like, blah, blah, blah. And like he just like printed them and like it was, but like it was uh, so stressful. Like that Because was- I was going there. And I still didn't know if I could get it. Like, it was oh, awful. That's so it was stressful. Awful. And actually, then we got barricade. So I got barricade. My friend Kara went to go to the merch. I was like, get me. I like wanted the mesh jacket that I like never wore. I don't even have it now. I actually just donated it recently. Um, and she really wanted the Coke Spoon necklace. So she bought that. I think it was like $65. Oh my God. And I just happened, like, this guy was just handing out merch and I just happened to my hand out at the right time and I got the red box and got the necklace for free. Oh my God. Dunning. And so for the rest of the year, I wore it to like every sack because I'm like, it's imbued with good luck. Like, every sack? <laughs> like, I would like not study for them. I would like sleep with a textbook open on my bed being like, let the knowledge like seep into my brain. As, as long as I had the necklace on, I'm like, I should pass. Like it's good that's luck. That's very, that's very lucky. I think so, yeah. yeah. So, and I still have it. You turned out fine. Yes. Yeah, so, uh, that um, concept But it was, was a good concept. Just... Sorry, that was a really long way to be like, but it was just, that's what I remember from it. It was stressful. Like, it was not enjoyable. Yeah. Um, 
Someone picked up the cigarette she smoked during it. Oh uh, my god! My friend Caroline like got to touch <gasps> it. <laughs> so yeah, That's, she had a dart on stage. Yeah, she yeah. did. She did not give a fuck. Like that's so. It was like she was wearing this sort of um Daphne Velma sort of outfit. Ooh, yeah. I feel was that like the brown one? Yeah, with yeah. the boots. Yeah, it was just a one concert, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. She was giving. I liked oh, it. It was a moment for the. I can't even remember the song she did. Like. The stress of the day, just yeah. like it was just terrible. Is that was this like when I went to see Leah in Funny Girl, and I was like, I like had my tickets and everything, but I'm like, I am not posting anything about this until I am seated and she is on stage. Yeah, so I was like, she could call me She could like, oh my god, yeah, it's a lot of, yeah. But I got there, so yeah, I understand your struggle. Just first name yeah. basis, Leah. <laughs> Um, anyway, so Everyone is knows. this some around the time that I I think at a certain point um, things for her just went a little insane? Yeah, <laughs> like yeah. the Azalea Banks. Um, <sighs> you know the Addy pull up. I won't, I won't not, not fuck, fuck you the fuck, fuck up. up. <laughs> period. Um, like this was yeah, things sort of just got out of control. Is this a little so bit? Is this in the period between um, Lost for Life and Norman Fucking yeah. Rockwell? Yes. 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 Yeah. So what was their beef about again? I don't. I don't remember. Really no. Were they gonna no? Oh, was it the Trump thing? I th- no, sorry, not I, the Kanye thing because she commented on Kanye's. Oh, and really like the fuck do you know about culture? Like, yes. Although, uh, I really like agreed with Lana's comment to a point where I was just like, yeah, narcissism doesn't get this sort of. I mean, it does now, but at the time, it was just like you're like this kind of narcissistic person, and you're yeah. just yeah. getting away with it because no one really knows what you are, like what's wrong yeah. with you. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Um, it was so out of nowhere for her to just write this big well, essay. Well, she sung at their wedding. Did she? Yeah. Oh, of course. So Wait, she, wasn't it at the proposal? Oh, no, he wanted her for the proposal, but she turned it down, She, like, she? I think she sung it there. Because I always wonder why she had this kind of gripe on Kanye West. Yes. And then in Norman fucking Rockwell, she sings Kanye West is Gone and Blonde and Gone. Blonde and Gone, which just rang true as the years went past, I think. So, I'm pretty yeah. sure Kanye wanted her to perform when he proposed to Kim at that stadium, but Kanye didn't um, reach out directly to her. So she didn't do it. And I'm pretty sure she said like, if he had asked me, I I would have done it. But I think it was the way that he asked her. Of like managers instead of just- Yeah, yeah. she wasn't happy about that. Yeah. So I don't know if that sort of started- uh, Okay, (laughs) a little bit of a bad blood moment. But yeah, that was insane. And then wasn't something, didn't something else happen? Or did we just go straight to my fucking rock wall? Well, uh, no. Well, the question for the culture was after. Yes. After so, Norman. Yeah. Well, there was just, I think Norman, it was such a dragged out, like, yeah, this bitch like, came out in 2018. Oh, yeah. yeah. I remember when that dropped, I was like in the lounge room and I was playing it and I thought my Spotify had broken because I was like, huh, it's saying this song is 10 minutes long. That's just not true. <laughs> like I closed Spotify and I went back to it and I was like, oh, I was like, hang on a second. Oh, no, like, like, settle in. Hold settle your look. in. Let's, let's get seated. Um, and that was right before Jack Antonoff, I feel, had a chokehold on everyone. So like it was very <laughs> yes. new. It was like, yeah. haven't heard anything like this before. Yeah. And I think the drama there was just with her record label because they were oh. like, it's 10 minutes long. It's called Venice bitch. Like, why do you do this to us? And she's like, it's the end of summer. Like the girls that get it are going to get it. Like, she also, um, like this is when, when she put out like hope is a dangerous thing for a woman like me to have, but I yeah. have like, like the selfie. The selfie, that was a bit. <laughs> yeah. Although looking at what we got later on down the track, that's very tame. That's <laughs> the blue balance. Like, <laughs> oh, literally. <laughs> Uh, so it was just really dragged out I was actually just explaining to Tarek the lore of Norman fucking Rockwell because I was just like because he's just started getting into that album and I was like you don't know what it was like like I was like it was painful delay after delay delay after delay after delay waking up being like 
is Yum going to be out? Yeah. No, it's not. Like, <laughs> yeah. And then the rumors that flied about being like, Menace Bitches on the album, Mariner's Apartment. And I was like, how? Like, she made these amazing songs. They cannot not be on the, like, I don't know really why I believe them, but like, yeah. it had been a year since she released them. So Fuck. it's like, and there's no album. So. Yeah. That's mad. And then I think I remember when she announced Norman fucking Rockwell because my mom was like leaving for work and like, it was like 3am and I was just like awake for some reason. And I like went into the kitchen. I was like, oh my God. I was like, it's fine. It's all happening. I was like, it's all happening. Like, I was like, I cannot wait for the end of August. Like when Alana album gets announced, I want the months that it's going to take to get there to go like that. Like, yeah, of course. Yes. And so August just... Unfortunately, didn't like a bottle of wine. Of wine. <laughs> like of wine. Um, but yeah, changed lives. Changed that. That was like born to die level of changed everything. Do you remember? Yes. Your first lesson, like. Yes, I do. Okay. I was like in my bedroom. I think I was meant to be doing uni work. Mm-hmm. I just like headphones on, laptop, like in bed, just listening to it and just. Yeah. Let it take me away. And I didn't... She had done that live performance of Venice Bitch and How to Disappear. Mm. But I didn't really, like, gravitate to How to Disappear until it was on the album. And everyone shat on the album version because they were like, it's like a jingle and blah, 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 blah. But because I don't remember the live version, I was like, I was like, I really like... Like, Jim met me down at the training yard. Like, that's on his face because he fought too hard. Yeah. I think um, this is her best album. I don't think anything else... um, I feel like objectively it's her best album. That's your opinion. You don't well, agree. What's your favorite? Well, it's not favorite. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, my. I always I thought it was what you mean. No, I get what you mean as well. Yeah. It's definitely she's some quote I read the other day of her. She, uh, Norman Rockwell was really world building, and like you can tell okay. that these songs sit in a story and like it. Yeah. Yes, it's all. It's like probably her most cohesive album. Well, I would yeah. say. Yeah, I, I don't think there's any filler on this. I don't think I'd know a single song. No, yeah. and like I remember originally, like a few didn't stick out to me, and like it's that album where it's like you don't really listen to these ones because it's like whatever. There's other ones. Yes, and then, bartender. Like bartender. Yes. Yeah. At the start, I was like, oh, and now I'm like, ladies of the canyon, levitating, like, and everyone being like the genius of like the tick 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 representing camera flashes, like. Okay. She's a genius, but I would say arguably it probably objectively is I her magnum it's, opus. It's like her magnum her, opus, I would say. Yeah. And well, like yeah. it was critical acclaim. Like yes. she finally got the credit she deserved. Got a Grammy, like, Grammy nomination. Yeah. Oh, should have won. Yeah. Now, I was thinking about this the other day and I was just like what one yet that year? Billy. When we all fell asleep. Which I get for the time, but like yep. of the time. This one has longevity. Are we really yeah, going back and listening to this album? When we all fell asleep, is that good? No, Just well, I don't listen quietly. to it anymore. Like yeah, when it came literally. out, I was like, gag, gag, gag. Like well, everyone's listening to it. I was kind of like, because I had it's not been a Grammy Billy fan for a while. Yeah, and like, I was like, this is like your debut. And like, this is what, like, there's so much filler on that album. Right. Yeah. But anyway, this is not a Billy Eilish podcast. No. It is not. Um, and it will never be. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, I don't dislike her. I'm just saying. Um, she hasn't got the longevity yet. We need to give her more time to her. No, whereas before. Norman does. Yeah. It's yes. timeless. It's, you could listen yeah. to in 50 years and be like... And I, I really think, like, Happiness is a Butterfly and The Greatest are two of her best songs. The Greatest Two of her best songs. Yes. Mm. Is just the... I'm facing the greatest loss that there is. Like, <laughs> and just like the chorus of happiness is a butterfly. It just hits every single Literally. Time. And Norman Brock, Norman fucking, like all of it. Oh, all yeah. of it. And oh my God, that I just remember on floor of, of course, the release being so delayed. And then the rumors that flew again of like the estate of Norman Rockwell, the painter were like fighting it. And like, her, like I don't painter? know how much like truth there was yeah. to these rumors, but I just read them. I was like, okay, it's fact. Like, so yeah. is he a real person? He's Norman pa- Rockwell. He's a painter. He's an American painter. Yeah. <laughs> is he but good? He's like he one of the greatest like, American painters. Yeah. He's like really? very like well-regarded. He like makes like, like it's very family oriented yeah. portraits, right? Yeah. Very American. Real quick. 
Um, but I would say his name is just Norman Rockwell, not Norman, not Norman <laughs> Rockwell. Just in case, it's objectively probably her best, and I think anyone if oh. they've never listened to her, they could listen to it and get her whole shtick. Yeah, but Blue Bannisters is that Troy Sivan? Have you seen that painting? <laughs> he did one of Troy Sivan. No, he's dead, isn't he? Isn't he an old painter? Sivan? No, not Troy Sivan. Quick <laughs> <laughs> death. No, 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 I didn't no. Even no. Know he was sick. Norman. Oh, Rockwell. Yeah, he's dead, so. right? Yeah. Um, but Blue Bannisters surpass Norman Rockwell for me. Like, Blue Bannisters, if I go into my last at home right now, that's my look, most listened to album <laughs> okay. of all time. So, so we've, got, a, we've there, got one in between. There's like, Do we? Well, oh, sorry. Can, can can you tell sorry, 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 sorry. Well, and I feel like this era coming out of... Oh, this was um, hard. Norman, Norman, this was this a... Was this was a... We had, I feel it, it was a bit of oversaturation of Lana Tarrant. I think so too, because she could have basked in the glory of this album for yes. about five years. Yeah. She could have pulled a Fiona Apple 10 years, something like that. And like, I really think the culture was turning now... Do we have to now... wait another 10 years for another Fiona Apple album? I'm going to kill myself. Don't. I, I really think the culture was turning at this point where people did start to recognise her as one of the greatest, greatest songwriters yeah, of all time. Yeah. Be- because, yeah, she'd been shit on for, like, years and years and years. And and I don't know if it was the Grammy nomination or just that the album was so, so incredible. It yeah. was um, but people kind of went back and were like, oh, she's, like, one of the most influential artists. She Changed everything. Yeah. Literally influenced every single person that I have come into contact with, every single person that I listen to. (laughs) No, literally. Not. So now we get question for the culture. Oh, God. We have a question for the culture. Would you like to do a dramatic reading? (laughs) No. Um, (laughs) On her type, like, leave that typewriter alone. The typewriter. Put the typewriter down. So this is. Like pandemic this is, time, it's rough. It's nine eleven. This was nine eleven for last. Uh, literally, I I was still at, actually at this point not really engaged with her. Oh, so, so lucky. Again. So it was not. I mean, the call's not coming from inside the house. Like I was aware of um obviously what had happened because um, you know it was such a big moment. Yeah. And I mean, uh, so I read it back the other day. I, I mean, for those who aren't familiar with Crash for the Culture, she kind of was saying that. Um, I mean, I don't want to read the whole note, but she was saying that, like, why can, like, Twigs and Doja Cat and, you know, she named all these, uh, it was all artists of colour except for Ariana Grande, which maybe she (laughs) thought she was all the colour. Maybe. Because Ariana, like, pretty much was at the time. Yeah. Um, And she was saying, why can they get number ones singing about, you know, toxic relationships and, like, do pole dancing and stuff and get the recognition, whereas I get shit on. Yeah. For, you know, since she came out. Um, uh, yeah, and then she took it further by going into a new wave of feminism, which was the third wave, which has already happened. <laughs> she said, I'm not, like, not a feminist. Stop, yeah, of yeah. like soft-spoken women and blah, blah, blah. <laughs> Just, I don't uh, know what possessed her to put God. that online forever. She like, said she like that she people were saying she's glamorizing violence because she's a glamorous woman singing about Yes, that, I'm just a glamorous woman <laughs> that happens to have these things happening to her. She's and just you like think me, I'm glamorizing it. Yeah. Me too. But, but, I mean, the thing about it is that, like, she was right. <laughs> like, she was right, but it, it was the thing of her just dragging other, yeah, yeah, other women. Most of it being people of colour, like. Yeah, yeah, which was really off. And it's like, you know, it was, there was no recognition of the fact that those women had to, like, also, work ten times yeah, as hard exactly, to, to get that recognition. Are. Yeah. And, you know, maybe she did pave the way in a sense, but but I don't think she really paved the way for, like, those women of colour. No, color. no, no, no. Yeah. Definitely not twigs, nothing like that. Yeah, no. not at all. I think the she message would have been... the way for been... the people like fucking Marina and Halsey. 
Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I think if she had just not name dropped and we could have just yeah. taken it from there. <laughs> yeah. start, and it started off with, now that blah, 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 like right out the gate. Yeah. It's like, this is not good. I think I chose, I actually remember where I was where it dropped. I was going. To... <laughs> I remember where I was when I first listened to the album and I remember where I was. Exactly. I was like in a car park, the, the reception was not good and I was reading it. I was like, oh, this is not good. Like, <laughs> oh, And sad. all I chose to take away from it was that a new album was coming. Like, I was like, Chemtrails Over came. the Country, which never came, of course, as well. What was that album? Was that, I thought it was It came? was Chemtrails, no, but, but it was delayed. It, it oh. was a different title to, of what she announced. Wait, did it? Actually, yeah. and she announced Yeah, it was like books. Chemtrails. Yes. And I still remember the second book because I thought it was such a fabulous title. What was the title? Um, Behind the Iron Gate, Insights from an Institution. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, okay. Yeah. I, we probably yeah, to check that, but I think that's what it was. <laughs> yeah. Oh, chemtrails. So, yeah, question for the culture. Chemtrails comes out... Um, shit on. Like, <laughs> I feel like I don't know if it was shit on because I think it was just like you. she had released this incredible piece. Yeah. It was like six months prior, a year yeah, prior. It was, it like, was like very in, immediate. So it was like January. Yeah, it was, it was I remember because I was in... It was, was in January. No, no, no March, It was like March, March yeah. Because yeah. I was in Sydney and I yeah. remember walking around in the rain listening to Chemtrails. Oh, my God, like Sydney was so rainy. Yep, yep, yeah. yep. It You've was always like, got a story, James. I do, I do. <laughs> it's, um, it's a, it's, I, it came out of COVID, I'm pretty sure. Right? Yes, yeah, yeah, it did. Yeah, because it was... My the first time I went away after COVID. Yeah, I went up to Sydney. Again, went, up, story. <laughs> went up to Sydney to see Hamilton. Jesus Christ! My main gripe with it, my issue with album covers, because I'm a photographer, yeah. I can't really enjoy them. No, like, right. Just we were hanging out one time, and I was shitting on all these albums that I didn't like. So I was like, why did they do this? Why did they do that? Like, I just really, I can't look at it and be like, it's cute. I have to the be album like, cover why is it not great. scented? Why did you do this color? Like, mm. I love the old so cover. Like the- I do not like oh. Kim Charles. Co- I think if she had some strobe lights and it was lit up, it didn't just look like an iPhone photo. Everything it would does be gorgeous. Kind of blend it together. Yeah, and, like, and you can yeah. tell it's a color. There's no really like separating the tones. Yeah. It's just. Oh, you, you think they've like taken it in color and put it in black and white and not account yeah, for Yeah, and like that. she hasn't yeah. made a contrast or nothing. Like the lighting's not yes. like just, I did not like every mm. An album cover affects my listening. Like, oh, for sure, yeah. <laughs> Uh, Grimes changed misanthropocene and I can't listen to it anymore because I hate that album cover. So that album cover is so ugly. It looks like a grey lead unfinished. Like, yeah. <laughs> sorry to whoever did it. I think yeah. did Grimes do it? I think she did. Okay, yeah. then whatever. But um, sorry to Grimes. The alternate cover for Chemtrails. Even music, then, I think it's a lot better. It's a lot better, but again, the photographer and me, I'm like. There's like a dark shadow at the bottom where it's yeah. just like that's obviously the lens or like something. Oh. Like so, I'm sorry. Like I'm, I'm annoying like that. I yeah. just can't enjoy no, them. Valid. Valid. I can't enjoy them. And so it took me. I was a hater at the time. Oh. It came out. I was like, already don't like the album cover. I don't even get what's <laughs> going on. Um, I think it's kind of an underrated class. No, I agree. Now. Yeah. I, I, we we turned back around. Like I stopped yeah. listening to it. I was like, anyway, back to normal fucking Rockwell. Um. And then I listened to it. I was like, hang on a second. This is only a, a few weeks again. later, probably. We're and now it. I'll just. Just be going about my daily life and I'll just ha- a chemtrail song will pop in my head and I'll yeah. be like yeah let's listen to that this is actually when Lana started pulling back in surprisingly okay. oh my god okay because um, I I had heard people talking about white dress and I was like oh, well, I have to listen to this and, and then the men in music because, and that really blew me away because you know obviously my gripe with her was that I, in my head I was like oh all her music same, same, the same, same these days but you know white dress just completely changed her sound it's not like anything yeah it's not yeah. like anything she's done before really and yeah. it's an incredible song. It yeah. really is. And she hits those at a different vocal range as well. Yes, and the vape. 
<laughs> and she injured herself. There's like law to it. I think. Wait, she injured herself. Roller skating for the music video. Yeah, she like broke her arm. I think. Oh no! Um, oh god, oh god! I wait. didn't know that. I went ice skating this week, of course, famously, and um, I was very scared about it, but I didn't injure myself. I was actually really good at it. Oh my god! Really? The first time I went ice skating, I stepped one foot on the rink and fell. Like over. <laughs> that cut. did happen to many people who I won't name, but not me. <laughs> I was fucking tearing around that ring. But now I'm like convinced I've like broken my hip or something. Like oh something's wrong with twins. me. Um, twins. I'm like limping Old lady around. limping around on oh a broken hip. But also the lead up to chemtrails, we were in the trenches because the Pixar era started. <laughs> Let me love you like a woman. Uh, the iPhone studio like portrait. So it was I've bad out the gate. Like it was bad yeah. to start with. It was not a good entry to a new era. Let me love you like a woman is such a good song. It is. It's amazing. I actually think the only song I don't like on chemtrails is Yosemite. I actually have it <gasps> hidden. It's hidden. It's hidden so I can have a flawless listening experience. That. You know, like Yosemite. I just think like the guitar, it's very, I feel like I also haven't really given it a chance. It's like the one that just didn't stick out to oh, me. Oh, you're going to have to have another listen. Okay. I didn't know you could hide songs. Yeah, you can. It's fabulous. I'm going to do that with some interludes. Interludes. Yeah, I think so too. Um, so interludes. But we have a Joni Mitchell cover. Yes. Oh, what did she cover? For free. Blood. Oh, okay. And we have a few artists on that. Yeah. Dance Till We Die is actually my favourite off the album. Still haven't listened. Um, not oh those who are lost is so oh good. my god stop that stuff like, yeah really look at me and look at you look at what you mean do like, swift <laughs> like uh, so it's a fabulous album. it's an underrated classic you're absolutely right yeah so we get chemtrails and then we're getting more insane lana because she's going out wearing the mask <laughs> oh my god um, that she she Famously. swears that there's plastic underneath but there definitely was not. i think my main gripe with that as well was that it wasn't even that pretty like i thought it was pretty gonna do, no like it had like this strap like that like i don't know it just was not yeah. good i think like if it was done really well it would have been like okay and slay like i actually remember clicking onto that live and her like i'm at the book signing and she's like wearing the mask and for a second it just like didn't click in my head what was so wrong with <laughs> Yeah, she's doing signings and stuff and just wearing transparent masks. At the start of the pandemic, like... Oh, that's really incredible. When everything was really bad. I listen to that album all the time. It's really good. I love it. And I bought a CD of it recently on eBay. Like, I, it, like it's hard to get now. And, like, I had to really try and find a good price for I it. I got a vinyl. I have a vinyl too. I got it for $5. There was wow. just, like... When um, they couldn't sell it. I don't like, even know, but it was just like a random website. My friend sent me a link. What? and was like, "This is five dollars. Like, get it now." Because I know that. Oh my god, they I, had it um, on on like clearance at Big W. Like they were just yeah. Getting oh, true. I paid full price. <laughs> I think I pre-ordered it actually. Or yeah. like I, I mean, we couldn't go to the shops, so okay. it's not like I could go and get it. Yeah. Um, Did you love? I lived. Yeah, right. I thought it was. It's I was actually because. Again, she mentioned that in bloody 2019 that she was yeah. having a poetry album. And I remember waking up the day it was meant to come out. And I was like, nothing on Spotify. Disappointed, but not surprised. Yeah, because so, you have to listen to it through like audiobooks on Apple. Yeah. yeah. No, yeah, I have it on audiobooks actually. So I have it on that and I have the vinyl and I have the CD now because of my portable CD player. So of like, course. I would just be walking around. I'd just be like, it's not good enough to listen to it on like a book because they're tracks like, and you can't go to the next one. It just goes 15 seconds yeah. and it's annoying. So I was like, if it's on a CD, that would be like the best way to listen yeah. to it. And I love it. I think it's fabulous. Yeah. Maybe I'll check it out. Definitely. She has a reference to one of the poems in her new album. Oh, really? Which one? Um, it's from Sweet. Right. Sweet. She mentions Genesis. Actually, it's not really a reference. It's just like, if you know, you know. Like she has a poem, Sport Cruiser, where she talks about. It's in If You Know, You Know. Yeah. yeah. It's If You Know, uh, this place on Genesee. And then she mentions Genesee and uh, right. Sweet. Okay. And it's like, wow, yeah. 
So then we get blue banisters. Oh. Which I really love. Changed so, everything So she again. brought me fully back here. Cause, and, and that's... So I came back at Blue Banisters and then I kind of went back, appreciated the classics. Okay, Plus, yeah. you know, still obviously have some holes. Um, but Blue Banisters, I think, is such a stunning... It's really incredible. It, it's beautiful. Like, the titular track, Blue Banisters, <gasps> I think... Uh, like, that opening of, like, textbook... Um, Arcadia, Blue yeah. Bannisters. An incred- incredible It's run. It's some of her best. I think Blue Bannisters, she just, like, captured, like... She just captured something there, you know what she I mean? She captured something that's, like, never put, been put to pe- paper before. Like... <laughs> yes! Blue Bannisters, I think, is my favourite line of song. Like... Really? It was so good that when it came out... Like, I refused to listen to them when those horrible single covers... <laughs> and, like, I don't really listen to singles when they come out, because, like, when the album comes out, then I skip I them. Prefer to get yeah. Out. Yeah. But... When I listened to Blue Bannisters, I was like, this is so amazing that, like, I can forgive the horrible, like, single cover art. Yes. And actually, when my Spotify wrapped came out, that was my top song, and it came up with the single cover. Oh. When I put it on my story, I actually had to cover it with the real album cover, because I was like, we're not going to do a this. Bit but of, a little bit of energy anger. production Yeah. But just something about, like... It's such a haunting um, song, but it's also about, like... I think this is where we start to see a, a, a completely different Lana. Yeah. Where, yeah. And, and she's said since that um, she didn't mean for this album to be heard. Like, she, that, yeah. and that's why she didn't promote it, because it was like for a her. diary for yeah. her, yeah. really. It was for her. And I think you really get that in that she's talking a lot about kind of just hanging out with her friends and, and yeah, just her kind sister. Of, yeah, yeah. And just kind of like ex- her life. experiencing the world, yes. you know, which we get in like back bathing suit. And, yeah. Um, it's very private. Yeah. Yeah. Because, like, you know, previously she's singing about like, she's very much like that Americana yeah. relationships with men and you've still got a bit of that, but it's more of like her looking inwards and yeah, this is where she became introspective yes. and like her best work comes out of it. Like as yeah. we can see on the new album, <laughs> when she really looks inward and just is making it for herself yes. is when yeah. she truly shines. Like, I feel like Blue Bannisters is maybe like my biggest line of blind, not blind spot, but it's probably the album that I'm the least familiar with. Wow. Really? I don't know what it, I just like, I've, Obviously, I like it. I think it's great, but it just never it's grabbed me, and I don't know what. Like, I will. I need to like go back Dilla? and really. Dilla's great, incredible. I just, but I just like I don't have a connection. Like a yeah, yeah and it didn't. It didn't grab you. Oh, I can okay. appreciate it as a honest fan. I right. like yeah. You can. But you I just to, haven't like to jump back oh, in. Yeah, I really need to read about my life. That one. I think mm. it's actually as well what helped with me liking this so much as well as I already liked the title track so much and yes the. Color. the album cover it's, it's my stun- favorite stunning line of cover that it's, was like actually no not fucking rock belt is <laughs> but actually maybe blue, it's like a nod to kate bush hounds of love like there's just so like yeah after chemtrails it was just like when she posted it, i was like like tears of joy a sigh of relief thank you like after those single covers it's like we're it was scary we're gonna it was scary we were scary it got scary when this dropped i like had to pinch myself being like wait <laughs> and like she talks about those german shepherds on the front like in the Texan Mex. It's on Blue Bannisters. Oh, right, right, right. Oh, yes, of course. Yeah. yeah. So it's just, it really, the colour scheme, everything it, about it, it's it gorgeous. Everything together. It's just beautiful. Yeah. And I think um, Dealer is, again, it's something like um, White Dress where it's like she's doing something she's never, never done. done before. Um, and that is such an incredible song. And it's such a, I mean, I think it's brilliant because it like, it makes sense for her because she's always, not always, but like she's, 
played with that kind of like trap sound mm. occasionally and it, but it's it's a bit of that it's very classic Lana at the same time yes and that kind of like screaming I don't want to live uh, like now chills. that changed lives that changed lives chills, chills. like so. that is cathartic and then the Black Swan edits that soon followed oh <laughs> like, bitch the yeah the, the Black jumping Swan jumping at the final scene <laughs> I'm obsessed that you've seen this same video. Everyone's because seen a, oh, everyone's really? seen I didn't yeah. think it was that big. I feel like you probably tweeted it. I've tweeted that times. times. Yeah, the part where she's dying and it's like, I don't want to live. Oh my god. It's, I like jumped up from the couch and said, Yeah, bravo, bravo. I said, That's cinema. That's yeah. cinema. And there was, Blue Bandits was so exciting because there was so much hype for it. Like, yeah. yes. Everyone was on Twitter talking about it, being like, I can't <laughs> wait for this album to drop. And like, it was just such an exciting time to be alive, I think. Like, lockdown was ending. Yes. Yeah. We had this fabulous new album by Lana. It was like, in October, so yeah. October 2021. 2021? Yes. Yeah. So, like, fresh out of lockdown. Yeah, like well, she says on the album, the girls are running around summer dresses with yeah. their masks off. And yeah. it makes me so happy. Oh, my God. She should have said that. It's like the, the anti-COVID allegations are she's always fine. And she's, like, uh, saying she's happy everyone yeah. has their masks off. Yeah, it's it just was like a little too early to be yeah. too that. early. Nectar of the Gods also that's like one of the best songs on the album. Like I think when I, yes. I first listened to it, I was like, uh, and now I'm just like, oh I my like god, Living Legend. Like, Living Legend is devastating. I will say, and um, she makes that. Sorry, she makes that noise with. It sounds like a guitar, but it's her voice. Oh yes, yeah. Oh, we love, See, we love. it's just such a good yeah. Um, the only one. So I do like what's that song? Um, where she's talking about Picasso. <laughs> Um, beautiful. Yes, I like the song, but I find the lyric quite corny. Like, what if someone had asked the person not to be sad? I love it. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry because in 2017, for studio house photography, when I was studying like life and death, I like had studio Picasso. Yeah, I had the blue period because I was looking at like I was really sad and like looking at death and stuff, and so I was like using blue cellophane over like my camera lens and like the blue period. So like I really just get this album. Like I just As the grief she speaks about. Really I just it. even though it's not my experience, I just really like right down to it the just, blue period. Wow. Exactly. So you lived it, and then oh my god, cherry blossom. I just I think some of my favorite songs on this album. I love that song. It's really beautiful. If you're scared, mommy is there. Like and just I love when she just wails notes out. I like, need to like uh, lay on my floor and listen to. My no, literally. I wish I had a bathtub because Same. I aunt. Uh, <laughs> I remember first, when I first listened to NFR. I was like, I had like been at work all day and I was like, I'm not gonna listen to this. I'm the gonna wait to have the experience. And shut up! Shut up! <laughs> <laughs> it's very important to like understand. You like, didn't wag work and go line no, up. No, I was I, my income had been affected that day, so I needed to your bills. My bills. Um, and yeah, I like waited and I got home. I poured myself a glass of wine, put some candles in the bath, oh, and then I just sat down and I like oh my god, got in the bath and listened to Norman fucking Rockwell, and I was like. Beautiful. Heaven. 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 So then now we we have to get to the new album. Yeah, we do. <laughs> um so the singles coming out, I was like, I mean, um, did you know that there was a there's a ton of ocean boulevard? boulevard. Um uh, like that really gagged me. Same, same, really same, 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 same. Um I was looking through my camera roll the other day and there's a video from New Year's Eve of of us at like two in the morning in an Uber, like screaming love to that song. Oh my god! <laughs> I'm like the poor Uber driver. That's foul. <laughs> Dude, fuck me in the um, Oh yeah, she really went to classic Lana for that song. Yes. Yeah, and it's such a um, like I love when we get to that classic Lana, like yes. when she's doing these lines <laughs> that she like knows are gonna be 
almost like inflammatory. But, yeah. But it's like the sort of the stuff but we that, wanted. Like yeah, she it, she knows we're gonna eat it. Like exactly. It's like the only Lana could pull, pull it off. That yeah. <laughs> no, literally. I thought that was stunning. And then A and W changed the game. Changed A&W. lives. <gasps> changed lives. Um, I remember waking up when she dropped. Uh, did you know the, the, the single? Yep. And like, I like woke up and I was like on Instagram and I was like, <gasps> and, then last and then I like was reading her profile and I like ran downstairs to and I was like, there's a new line. And then I'm, it's, immediately it's like, I can't wait till March. Like I just thought the months going to pass. Yeah, like, yeah. But I didn't, again, cause I don't really listen to singles. I listened to it a little bit and I was like, I'm time right. to put that away. Yeah. So like, I'm having a very fun, like re-listening to it now being like, fuck this yeah. like slays. And I just like, didn't get to appreciate it. Yeah. So we had, Tarlan Ocean Boulevard, then AW, AW came out. changed the game. Which, um, it was sort of like, I, I was enjoying the first half, but then there's the change and it's like, okay. Yeah. yeah. You see it seven minutes long and you're like, what's about to happen? Like, it was literally. her um, hard feelings, loveless moment. Uh, absolutely. <laughs> um, loved AW. And then the grants came out, what, the other week? It was Last fairly week. recently. Yeah, Last very week, recently. Yeah. Um, and first two or three listens, I, I, it didn't really click with me, but then once I kind of got it, I was like, oh, Oh my god! You one of the best. One, one of, of the best. best. I think. Yeah, I try. I'm very similar in the way that I just like don't listen to the singles much. Like I might give it like one or two. Yeah, spins, and I think it like yeah. The Grants is like such an interesting song because it's such an album opener. Yeah, like it's really strong and it brings you in and you're like, all right, I want to listen to what's next. Yeah, and there's nothing so i'm just gonna listen to the single no, like yeah. exactly it like, broke my rules like yeah. i was at right. i was at work um and i was like on my phone and <laughs> i can't listen to lana but like the subtitles come on and she's like i have a new single song out today it's called the grants and i was like this is the one I, since the track list was real this is the one i was most excited yeah. for because yeah. i was like it's gonna just be so t-full and like i don't know there's gonna be something about it that's just gonna mm-hmm. be different and so i'm like in the elevator like going up and down doing jobs and like listening to it in between <laughs> and at the first time like sam i was just like when the women start singing i was like mm, i was like no this is not what this song is meant to yeah. sound like like yeah. this is not 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 and then the piano comes in i'm like okay and now i get it i get it were you ever like do you remember that like phenomenon in like stan twitter days when it would be like an, an artist would like release their track list and then you would like claim a song before you oh, heard I it i do remember that i don't think i ever I participated just, in okay, that good. I just, but i, I remember that I don't understand that. It, like, I don't really happens. either. Yeah, I just yeah. don't. I'm like, be normal. Just like, be normal. Yeah, I don't. You so, don't even know what it sounds like. Literally. Literally. <laughs> like, imagine claiming John Bass interlude or like, yeah. whatever. John Bass like. interlude is so big. Also, I'm so angry that I'm eating my own words at this now because every time an artist doesn't interlude, it's almost better than some of the songs on the album that I wish it was longer. Well, like the Blue Bannisters in time. <laughs> wow. Maybe not in line of case. <laughs> But these interludes are full-blown songs. They're four minutes long. Yeah. They're not this interludes. This is a sermon, mama. Mm, so let's is... get into the album. Yeah. yeah. Did um, you know that there's a turtle under, under Ocean, Ocean Boulevard? So I've, I reckon um, I'm on my sixth or seventh listen. Um, and my first couple, it didn't really click. But I, I think the last two listens... Mm-hmm. I, I was laying on my floor yesterday, as I love to do, <laughs> listening oh, to it just, a story. like, on my speaker. <laughs> um, and that's when I was, like, just kind of starting to get it. Yeah. yeah. I'm a very, like, situational person, maybe. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm a very situational person. Um, but, I mean, overall, the album is... Um, it's the sa- same sort of thing of what we're talking about with Blue Bannisters, where it's all kind of looking inward. Yes, she, she's talking yeah. about her family she, and yeah. what she's worried about, and 
kind yeah. of her place within everything yes. and like am I gonna be okay like literally and I think um one of my favorites from the album is definitely fingertips um gorgeous which yeah. is I mean she said before the album came out she was like fingertips is not a good song <laughs> um but she it's said like, it's just me because everyone is always asking me what I mean in my songs and so she said I'm just gonna lay one. it out and yeah. like here is who I am. It's like a page from her diary. It's yeah. beautiful. I mean, like, it's and very, we're just a privilege to listen to it. It's like, like stream really. of consciousness almost. Yes. She's just jumping around her memory and, and talking All about her fears. growing up and her mom. Her and, family. Um, it, it made me cry. It did. It's like, gorgeous. Just yeah. to, to, I mean, the thing about Lana that I love is that she's um, the, just this extremely sensitive yes. person yeah. who clearly just kind of holds everything with her all she's the time. Yeah, I love that. Um, yes, she's yeah. a cancer. And what? Who? She's such a cancer. Oh, um, right. I think yeah. she has cancer. No. Oh, my God. No, 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 no. <laughs> I was like, I missed that part of the song. But, um, no, I, I think Fingertips is really gorgeous. Um, it's, I think, representative of the album overall, where it, it is that other line I was talking about, where it's not much structure. It's kind of free-flowing. Mm. Um it's it's difficult to kind of pin down at times like what she's even talking about i think yeah yeah um i don't know what you two think of i'm still on probably my fourth listen right okay i i like listen to it behind i know i know well i listened to it at work yesterday a few times and i just like i I haven't had time to sit down and listen to it start to finish no interruptions right which is really annoying for me it's quite long yeah that's the thing like i was like oh i'll listen to it on my lunch break i have an hour lunch break and this goes for an hour and a half um (laughs) but i just like skip those interludes yeah Yeah. (laughs) um but i think it's really strong it's i like a kind of wispy like almost not background music, but <laughs> that's, that's not, not, a good that's not what I mean. Album. Like, no, no, no. It's I, like background music. No, no, no. Like in the sense that it's like <laughs> in the sense that <laughs> it's an album at this at this current juncture where I'm at listening to it. I'm like I I listen to it as an album that's kind of. Uh, it, <laughs> I mean, like, it all kind of sounds the same, but in a good way. And I'm like, okay, I get what you mean. It's a soundscape as opposed to... It's a soundscape. What's a soundscape? Escape of sounds. (laughs) I didn't say what is it, Rich. I was making fun of you. (laughs) It's like a soundscape at the moment that I really... Like, there was some really strong songs that stood out, like the Grandfather Please Stand on the Shoulders. I really like that. I just love how... um, Stupid she gets for the title. Like, I just oh, love it. Yeah. I'm here for it. Like, well, what was the original title for... It was gonna be... Did you know that there's a tunnel under Ocean Boulevard? Pearl, watch me on Ring a Bell Psycho Lifeguard. <laughs> <laughs> and you just know because she wanted the album cover to... F- the text, the title to feel like that was oh, her yeah. idea in the oh, interview the magazine. Thing. She was like... She'd done the thing and then she's like, fuck, I changed it really last minute. And she called someone up being like, I've changed it. Like, don't tell anyone. And then she's like, this is what it's gonna be and called. Like, and he was like, what? And, like, you just kind of look at it being, like, I know you just threw them in there to fill this thing up. And he was, like, I have this idea I'm working with. Why don't we just add? Like, yeah, it's, like, (laughs) it's kind of incredible. I mean, I I would have lived 
Either oh, way, yeah. I live oh, for the normal you, one and I live for the... We would have been defending it. Like, I would have been it. defending it, absolutely. <laughs> I don't really get what it means, no, but like, I, I do at, at the same time, sort of. Like, <laughs> if you get it, you get it. Yeah. And it's like, it's not to be explained, it's to be no, interpreted. No, you just, you need to read yeah. it and then take it with you and whatever yeah. happens. Um, okay. I really love Margaret as well. Yes, Me too. I loved Margaret. I, this is what's really fabulous about the album. I was reading the Pitchfork review. Okay, no, they're problematic, but when they, when I agree when with they, them... When they do it? When they, they do, do it. Right. So they gave it 8.3. Okay, that's good. Best new music. Um, okay, I thought it was a really good review. I thought yeah. it was, I was like thankful for it because I was yeah. like, this is like how I feel about it. And I just can't put it into words. Like yes. they really synthesized what mm-hmm. I felt because they were talking about her. Like she's so sentimental and nostalgic and like her family's obviously at the forefront of all of her concerns. And yeah. she just really tackles that so well on this album. Yeah. Um, should it get higher? I think so, a little bit, but... I mean, they're notoriously, like, yeah. tough at their scores. Yeah, yeah. It's, um... The basement where they run pitchfork out of. I, was, I was explaining that lore to someone at work last night. <laughs> <laughs> um, that was a classic. Um, I really also did, like, the way that I was walking into my local Coles... Here we go. ...listening to Taco Truck XCB, and I was like, oh, this is fun. This is spicy Latina, Lala. La- and then I was like... Lanita. Hold on. <laughs> Then it's bitch. Yeah. What are we t- Hold on. Just straight up. She was like, the song's so good, I have to put on another album. Like, <laughs> tried to do it twice. Literally. But it's fascinating. I don't know, like, at first when I when I heard Venice Bitch, I was kind of like, oh. Like, and I, I didn't... <laughs> oh. <laughs> I didn't really know for, for me. I was like, is she really doing enough... Is she like making it different enough to just kind That's of do it again? I... But ultimately, I like it. It works. I think, it does because I think it's again like, and this whole idea of the album where it's just kind of like her folding in on herself to the point yes. where she's literally just referencing her herself. Like yeah, yeah, her pitchfork thing was like she she filters through all these American literature and like blah yeah. blah blah and pop culture stuff, and now she is at a point where she can do it to herself. Like yeah, yeah it's, and it's, it's fascinating. It's incredible. Like, yeah, I, I don't think there's many artists that could do that I, I think Madonna like, has done it yeah, yeah. like self mythologizing I think is what yeah. they call it like yeah, yeah. and it's just well, it's amazing such a huge part of the culture at this point now. literally like, she's in and some article came out the other day where she thought she wasn't going to be relevant in 2023 and it's like you're never not going to oh, be like literally <laughs> it, the album is I find it interesting because like it's it's such a big release for her like mm. coming off Blue Bonuses and Chemtrails yeah. which just were kind of put out yeah, she whereas this one's like, been the full album cycle the yeah. promo yeah. Um, she's doing like events and yeah. stuff but and she seems really happy with it with yeah it. but the album itself feels like I feel like something like Blue Bonuses is more of like a traditional um album really yeah like this mm-hmm. one is yes, it, yes, yes. you know because of the looseness of this and yeah. like they're not much structure I, I, and it's not very accessible i don't think like no even no if you had never listened to her i would not say go yeah, this one yeah. First. And even me as a lot of fan like it's taking me a while to kind of click what she's doing and and i think it's a lot more vague than her last yeah her last yes yep, yep, she's yep. she's usually very good at you know nailing that the very specific mood or yeah. whatever but I, and i think that's what i found difficult with this one in in that it is so much looser and um the the lyrics even feel less important at times than than her just kind of making this 
Soundscape. <laughs> Soundscape, yeah. Yeah. It is. So like, that's, yeah, it's, it's, it's definitely, it's a vibe album. It's yeah. a vibe. This like, album as is a, a yeah. vibe. Shut up. <laughs> it's a total vibe. No, but, like, in terms of, like, there's some albums that are, like, really, like, lyric heavy and, like, all about, like, the story that's being told. This is just kind of, like, just, you listen to yeah. it, you take it in, and it's not, like... And, yeah, you, like, yeah. interpret it and you yeah, take you what you want from it, really, it. if you can you relate. Like, and- yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm really looking forward to just digging in and, um, like, seeing where it takes me. Because- yes. Well, I'm, like, I couldn't tell you how many times I've listened to it now. I'm, like, very <laughs> ahead of both of you. Yeah. Like, I would be in, like, I listened to it when it came out at midnight. Actually, I didn't finish it because I had to go to bed. Yeah. Because I had a... Oh. Because I wanted to wake up early and buy the vinyl and, like, I had a meeting and then work, blah, blah, blah. Right. Um, and you brought the vinyl with you here. Yes, I did. I have the vinyl. It's gorgeous. <laughs> The um, show and tell. The show and tell of it all. Um, it's the black one, but like I like that album cover still, whatever. Um, so I listened to it when it came out. I got to Kintsugi. Is that what it's called? Kintsugi. Kintsugi. Yes. Yeah. I got to that and then I had seen on your story that you put fingertips up. So I was like, fuck, it must be good. But like, I need to go to bed. <laughs> um, and then like, I just sat in bed all morning. Like my meeting got cancelled and I like, couldn't get the vinyl because like they didn't have it in stock. I was like, <sighs> I'll have to go into the city when I go to work, whatever. So I was just like in bed, uh, I think playing Pokemon and listening to it. <laughs> um, and then I obviously listened to it to drive to the station and then to the train and then on the way to buy the vinyl and then on the way to work. Like, and so, and then on the train home and then this morning and then driving here. So I've just listened to it constantly. Like it would just be my entire last event would just, so I am at a point where I just really get it. And I think it's like some of her best work. Like, yes. Okay. And I'm, I think it's not going to be one of those, it's not going to be like Kim Charles where you look back and like, this was genius. Like people are already recognizing it. Yeah. It's yeah. just it's very divisive, It's going to be interesting to see how, oh well, yeah, it's been, the, the response has either been, this is great or this is, this is garbage. And it's very interesting yeah. to kind of see people that we're friends with that are very like vocal Lana Del Rey stands just kind of <laughs> yeah. come out and be like, this is shit. This is shit. Like, Karen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Literally, Carol. I don't know if they listen, but it's um. Well, yeah, I think it's, it's just, just interesting because like it's such a divisive piece, and I think it's, I think that's showing how strong Lana is as an artist at this point in her career that she can put something out that's like this and have a really strong reaction, be it yeah. positive or negative. And I think that's really yeah, cool. Yeah, I think this album just demands a lot of patience. Exactly. Um, you're not going to get it the first time. Exactly. You know, and that's just... the thing. I feel like I still haven't had time to sit with it properly. Yeah. And, like, I'm hesitant to give a rating or, like, give yes. my thoughts on this piece that I haven't... On this piece? On this piece that I haven't had the time to, like marinate with and <laughs> we'll yeah. check in next week we'll yeah, have another think, check in next week on how to deal with the Lana album but let it be known that I am definitely firmly seated under the tunnel in Ocean yeah. Boulevard I'm, I'm looking at the mosaic tile yes I'm sitting in there yeah so I think it's come time to um to wrap up yes so definitely our longest episode there's so much to cover we didn't even cover like the unreleased we didn't even cover <laughs> aka Lana Del Rey <laughs> which is one of my favourite Albums. There's just too oh, much. I've never listened. You've never listened to AKA? Because my fucking friend, not to blast her right now, but she had all of her like unreleased stuff and she just like refused to give it to me on a USB. I don't oh, know why. Sweetheart, I have it on my laptop now. What's the name? Oh, I will oh airdrop God. it to you. Wait, your laptop's dead. Well, I'm going to charge it. <laughs> anyway. James, James showing up with a laptop on 40% today. We won't but like her unreleased stuff that I have listened to, I live like Prom Song Gone Wrong. Uh, Changed my life. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, yeah, that's a classic. Yeah. <laughs> No, TV in black and white. Yeah. You know, just... <laughs> so, so I don't think we, I honestly don't think we need to go through the rubric. 
No. Because I think we all know. Well, do we want to do album by album, maybe? No. Okay. Uh, <laughs> okay. Because we'll be here for another half an hour arguing okay. about it. Lava Del Rey, quality. Yes. Yes. No, listen. I think we just opened the gate. All right. Come on <laughs> in. Yeah, the gate's open. This is something I at... Lana Del Rey, you will always be She's famous in Gatekeeping Nation. What's it all? What's it all? all? That's the title of our next album. <laughs> we forgive you, Lana. <laughs> we forgive you, Lana Del Rey. What's it all? Please stand upon my shoulders. Yes, <laughs> While please. I'm deep seeker sheep. <laughs> yeah. The tunnel, the gate to the tunnel of the Ocean Boulevard is open. Did you know there's a tunnel under Gatekeeping Gate? Headquarters. <laughs> right under, under the bottom of Gatekeeping Tower. <laughs> yeah, we've got to get get back down so um, long yeah we're taking stairs today yeah well this thank was you so much for joining us kyle thank it's been such a pleasure, such a pleasure. Much for having me Our first, first ever guest. guest it's such a privilege it's Good. such an honor <laughs> i just like to thank the academy like thank you thank you it is true that it's, it's the pleasure's all ours yeah. God, yeah. we yeah. had to have a lana expert on yeah wow i revealed all my wealth of knowledge that i have on her absolutely absolutely well thank you everyone for listening thank you for listening make sure to stream did you know there's a tunnel under ocean Boulevard? yes let us know your thoughts let us, Let play us know. Um, follow Kyle. Where? Yes. What's your Instagram? Um, it's at Kyle Archie Knight. Stunning. Yeah. Classic. Classic. It's follow just us classic. At Gatekeeping it's just Pod. classic. You've got the three name like Lana Del Rey, Lana Del Rey, <laughs> yeah. Sarah Jessica Parker, <laughs> <laughs> Norman fucking Rockwell. Exactly. Exactly. Um, it just makes sense. I'm gonna look him up. I'm gonna look him <laughs> up. <laughs> Maybe I'll get a piece from my wall. We'll see. Yeah, we'll see. I don't know if it's my vibe. Anyway, bye. 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 Bye.